welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hello, detailers. This is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. I really hope you're doing well. I really hope you're having a great week. For many of us, it's extremely tough. I mean, this is a brutal moment. Guys that I'm talking to, females I'm talking to, going through some some just, I mean, it's, it's tough times for many of us, right? It just is what it is. There are those of us that are doing well, and there's those of us that are really suffering. And I just personally, to those of you that are suffering, um, I reach out to you. I'm very empathetic to you, what you're going through. Please, if you got questions, like shoot me a, a DM on Instagram, right? I mean, I haven't been through everything. I haven't been in your shoes. But through the tough times that I've been through, I've learned that it's always great to chat. Even if you get one tiny little piece of info from playing ping pong, chatting back and forth, and it might be just the spark that you need. So please don't lose hope. Don't quit. Reach out to me on Instagram at Total Auto Solutions or reach out to the podcast page, Pints Polishing Podcast, either one. And let's chat. Let's let's keep going. Let's let's keep moving. Don't let fear, oppression, the weight, the anxiety, the worry, don't let that bog you down into not being productive. Reach out. Okay, so on this episode, you're going to hear a segment that uh, I recorded with Nick from Vegas Rides. It's becoming a regular on our IGTV series, and he is now talking about the years that he has done cleaning, disinfecting, and sanitizing, okay? Nick has an engineering degree. Nick has been doing this for 10 years on his business, right? That's how he has been operating. So before you go listen to somebody that tells you to close down, before you go just buy somebody's uh, new all of a sudden training strategy on doing the work required to disinfect and sanitize, we urge you to please listen to this in full Reach out to Nick with questions. Don't just buy a product, spray it and wipe it and think that you've done the job. You're gonna be very shocked of what you're gonna learn from Nick. So thank you guys as always for listening. And even though it might be tough, I hope you make it a great day. All right, Nick, welcome back. Uh, we thought we'd see you in a week or so, but, uh, we, I think, uh, I think it's the right decision. Let's, uh, let's jump into some thoughts because, you know, 
we left the conversation yesterday and you had started to break down what you guys have been doing and you made the yep. statement of hey uh how have people not know about this um and i i had to call you and be up front and say nick i haven't trained myself in proper sanitization and i was going to start trying to come up with you know running some cars through the shop and how can we sanitize and well, I have this product, right? I mean, we're used to, as detailers, I think I've said this before, we're used to just taking a product and just, cool, here's a product to use for such and such, and we just grab it, and we like to, oh, I see the way this works, and, well, what if I do this, and I can do, like, yeah. that's sort of the way we've liked to do it as detailers, and we almost pride ourselves yeah. in being a bootstrap chemist in a sense, right? You know, if, if I see the product working this way, I want to do it this way. Well, we get into some of this stuff that's not formulated for automotive. We got to hold the phone real quick and we might be helping people and then suddenly have to replace seats or, yeah. <laughs> well, sir, we cleaned your car and sanitized it from all the virus stuff or however you want to say what you're going to do. But by the way, I've got to now go over to, you know, the dealership and try and find out how much it's going to cost to get your door fixed because we yeah. just bleached it and it's worse than a yeah. degreaser. So, yeah, let, let's be very honest. We know how to clean, right? Yeah. We know how to remove dirt. We know how to remove uh, light soiling or heavy soiling. We know how to do all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's what detailing interiors has been about. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a perfectly acceptable service we've provided all these years. Uh, but when you're fighting, when you're fighting, excuse me, things like the flu or a virus, like the coronavirus we're fighting today, cleaning is almost irrelevant, right? It, it really doesn't do a lot because you have to get into the next levels of disinfection and sterilization. And it's very tough. This is the balancing act. So let's get into this a little bit deeper now. It's really not hard to clean, uh, disinfect, and sanitize a surface from coronavirus. It's really not difficult. We talked about it before we got on the air. A thousand products on the EPA's website, you can go do it at your home right now. It takes you 10 seconds to clean the countertop properly, right? Let it dwell, do whatever. There's no there's no problem with it. The thing that makes it difficult with automobiles is what you said. I got three, four, five, ten different types of surfaces inside the car. I got porous, non-porous. I got leather. I got cloth. I got Alcantara. I got uh, hard plastics. I got piano plastics. I got uh, porous plastics. I got cheap doors. I got expensive doors. I, all of a sudden, it's not as easy as making some home brew of something that works on your countertop. It is, oh, wait a minute. I'm working on a Honda Odyssey for a family, and this seat costs $2,500. I can't just go spraying everything on the surface. So I want people to understand it actually is very simple to disinfect and sanitize uh, surfaces. What makes this unique is we're dealing with so many types of surfaces and so many types of 
very delicate pieces of equipment, right? You have electronics, you have uh, seat warmers, you've got perforated seats. If that stuff gets down in there, what will it do to the elect? I mean, the list goes on. And so when people try to make this really simple, and you and I have been sharing videos back and forth of detailers around the country where I'm just going to spray it down, I'm going to scrub it, I'm going to wipe it off, it's going to do some, it's going to help in some way, but it's going to be very small. And when something like this problem is so large, that is what's making the claims that we make have to be very, very, you know, for lack of a better term, detailed, right? We need to make sure that we can perform at the level that we're telling a client, because now we are talking about people passing away from this virus and it may be spreading and you don't want to walk into somebody's house and just start, well, I've used alcohol on the interiors with some steam forever. Well, we got some data today that will tell you that that alcohol isn't as effective without using it properly. So I think that's really where we're going to go today, right? Yeah, and let us let me come back and say it. I'm one of the first to, you really have opened my eyes into all this, okay? And so we're, yeah. as a company, we're making decisions and choices as we come up with more and more data, which is why we say be active in the community event, community page, so that we can grab as much information as possible and make the best decisions. So thanks again, man, for taking your time and like, like you don't have to do this, right? Like, but you've done the research over the past 10 years, you've been doing this as your business, this is who you are. And we are very grateful for in this moment, of learning from you so you know really really appreciate that and and look and that's kind of why we started this obviously we started these videos long before we uh entered into this time of you know kind of crisis for a lot of people um you know the whole idea is to share information i want people to know that the problem is don't share information that you can't back up with some data from some testing or some other entity and we're going to talk about to, to kind of cycle this around for people. You know, we're going to talk about tomorrow some ozone claims and, and things like that. There are a lot of claims that are made, and we call it bro science, right? You know, uh, detailer science. Yeah. I heard from this detailer. I saw this detailer do this. I did it. Everything looked great. Wow, it's so awesome. But nobody actually ever did the work. And so let's dive in now to all this alcohol talk. You know, uh, have a 70% isopropanol, uh, you know, 70-30 split on IPA, spray it on a surface, wipe it off, you're good to go. Most common, right? Like like most common is what, that's a lot of people are saying now. We have plenty of people that are taking alcohol, mixing it, and sanitizing with it. Spray it on yourself, spray it on your hand, like, and that works. Okay, Let's, let's clarify that. All that is legitimate. You can spray it all over a bunch of different things, and it's going to, it's going to, what, can we go back, before we jump into it, can you define, though, again, because I don't want to keep saying the wrong words. Yep. I want to understand what we're calling cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting. Okay. So, this is going to be very, because there's no way to have this without technical words okay uh cleaning and by the way this is from scientific paperwork this isn't my opinion uh, and i think that's important here uh 
cleaning physically removes infectious agents and the organic matter on which they thrive, dirt, right? So we're just basically cleaning the surface of things that could add to carrying of a virus, right? Dirt that has the virus on it. If I wipe that dirt off, I've removed some of the virus from the from the surface. Right. And right. so, and we've seen in our, in our group, and this is where I want to play back and forth with you, in our group, right, and I've been open about it, we feel that APC is a good way of doing that because some different diagrams from uh, New York Times and from Autofibers put out a lot of good information. Soap attacks it. So we've been pretty active saying, go push the fight, get the APCs out there. Let's get those, get everything cleaned off and start yeah. this battle. But, yeah. and so, and so look, but what is a part? Yeah. Is that is, is a part? Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, cleaning physically removes infectious agents and the organic matter on which they thrive, but does not necessarily destroy them. Okay. That is important. We are removing dirt, but we're not necessarily destroying everything underlying underneath that dirt, right? When we clean, we're just getting easy to clean parts of the surface, right? Easy things we can see, dirt, uh, that kind of thing, okay? Grime, all that. That's removed. That's cleaning. Okay. Disinfection. Well, hold on, hold on. Inside the cleaning part, though, right? Because the the different beef back is, well, if soap kills it, I'm putting soap down. That's been our that's been our logical thought, yeah. right? And and, and, and and no no problem with that. But there you go. Take it to the next level. Yeah. Well, no. But no, no. But the yeah. what the but was I thought you were going to say what you and I talked about. The but is the dwell time. All right, we're going to get to that. Okay, let's okay, okay. People, let's okay. get to the definitions here. Okay. And then. That way, everybody can be on a page, and then we can just have the conversation about everything else. ADD, I jump so, a bit ahead. <laughs> Dis- disinfection is a process of inactivating pathogenic organisms, except for bacterial spores. Okay, Dis- disinfection only goes so far. So, if you have spores or bacterial spores on the surface, by science, they're saying disinfection does not get rid of those. Gets rid of a lot. But you got these little this little part that it doesn't combat. Okay, sterilization is the elimination of all viable microorganisms. It's gone. There is nothing on the surface. We've gotten to the bare bones of it. There is nothing there. So as I said yesterday, and again it got lost, I'm sure, because we spent a lot of time. There is a natural escalation from cleaning to disinfecting. To sterilization. Now, the question is, do you always have to go to sterilization? The answer is no. There's a lot of stuff killed in the disinfecting part. There's a lot of help in cleaning something. The problem is what we see from this virus spreading the way that it is, it's a little tougher than what we come across day to day with germs and infectious type of stuff inside the car. That's why it's important to understand the difference. I'm not telling people don't go clean a vehicle and it's gonna do 0% help. I don't believe that. It's going to do some percentage of help, but it's not going to go to the level that people are trying to 
portray across Instagram, portray when they're using ads, portray when talking to other detailers as though they've done the work. They don't even know the difference of these three. And I would venture to say most people that I've come across their page didn't know there was three different levels, which is okay, but you can't go out there and act as if you put in the time and charge as if you put in the time and effort when you haven't. And we're putting people at risk. Workers, I saw a guy yesterday, we talked about this off the air. This guy had a workstation and he's on Instagram. He's spraying it with alcohol, wiping it right off. This is how I'm keeping my workers safe. Wrong. Wrong. And that's where we get into dwell time. So let's jump into now the popular isopropanol mixture that so many detailers are spraying on themselves, spraying on workstations, even using as part of a sanitizing part of their cleaning of surfaces on the interior of the car. Because again, alcohol is fine if you don't leave it on the surface, right? If I spray it on, I wipe it off, not going to be a whole bunch of damage, especially if I dilute it really, really, really low. I'll smell a little bit of alcohol. I have mostly water in there, and I'm selling it as sterilization, right? Well, 70-30. Let's just stay with the the model, 70-30. Okay. So it's pretty safe to say that when you and I have a bottle of empty bottle and we start to mix chemicals, it's not exactly always pinpoint. Really? (laughs) What's wrong with you, man? You ain't got that? Okay. Man, I got it down to a science, man. Like... <laughs> so, the other part is, we're not always in the place to use the cleanest water, right? You know, sometimes we just have to use the water at hand. It could be uh, deionized, or maybe you even go to the store and get a distilled water. Great. I would venture to say it's not as regulated as somebody that does it in a lab. And the water probably isn't as clean as something in a lab. Well, come on. A lot of detailers are just going to get it out of the faucet. Let's be honest. There we go. But. So, here's a great example. This is from the EPA website. I was right yesterday. I kept think, thinking I was wrong. But the EPA has these cleaners on their website. Um, isopropanol, okay? The main ingredient of this product that I'm about to name, which is called Clairside. 7030 IPA that's made by a company called Ecolab. They're pretty big uh, and they're pretty reputable in the in the uh, medical field and and testing world and everything. So they well even this, in the dealers. I, would, I mean, they sell detail yeah. products. You know, Ecolab yeah. owns Blue Coral. Yeah. So pretty. This is what they do, right? Chemical work is what they do. Yeah. All right. They've mixed this product. They went through the EPA testing. They want to be in the disinfecting sterilization level of having a product tested, right? By the way, this is ready to use. You get the bottle, it's ready to go to work. There's not, you don't have to do anything. The dwell time, they call it contact time, in minutes to kill these types of viruses is five minutes. What website are you on? EPA.gov. All right. And so isopropyl alcohol, 70-30 mix. And now you're looking at it specifically from Ecolab, and they have professionally put the product straight down, whereas a lot of detailers are just going to the store and getting alcohol and mixing them with water, 
perfectly fine and we've done that shit for years, but we're not in that situation anymore for something as serious as this. And the EPA's guidelines for this product that you're talking about says that it has to sit on a surface for five minutes. Now, Nick, in all your years, this I just really want to know, right? You started doing and learning about 12 years ago. Yeah, 2008, I, I made the decision to get better. And about 2010, I was pretty comfortable. With, that, with uh, your cleaning, disinfecting, and sanitizing. Your processes yeah. for your company. Now, in that time, for the past 10 years, how many times have you let a 70-30 alcohol mix sit on the interior of a car for five minutes without it drying, right? That's not a one application. That means that you've got to keep continually moist it, wet it, whatever you want to say, keep it hydrated at the same 70-30 mix for five minutes. Have you been able to achieve that? And if you did, let me just ask, let me just, just, if you haven't, okay, in your 10 years of experience, if you left alcohol as a 70-30 mix on leathers, on plastics, on the interior of a vehicle, what do you think in your professional 10-year experience would happen to that? Uh, I... I got to be honest, I think it would be like when we see the burn marks on plastics from like degreasers, you know, people that have sprayed bleach, like homeowners that thought, hey, I'm going to use this heavy bleach solution and clean the interior of my car. There's pictures all over the internet uh, where people have just discolored cars, you know, like crazy, had to have whole door panels removed. And I mean, I can't imagine uh, that it's going to be anything but extremely destructive. And so... You know, again, this is where we get into, you, you got to get out of the bro science for a minute. It, you know, when we're just cleaning cars on a summer day and there's not this big epidemic in the world, we're doing a good service. Yeah. That needs to be stated here over and over again. Keeping services clean or keeping surfaces clean is very, very important to avoid getting sick. Consistently cleaning surfaces is important. Yeah. When you get into disinfecting and sterilization we're on a whole new ball game what i think a lot of people are going to hear though is well cleaning doesn't matter it does keeping service surfaces clean is super important it's just not that important when you're battling something like the coronavirus when you're battling a tough influenza season uh sterilization is the next level disinfecting is even the next level uh from cleaning what I think happens is we get caught up in the moment. And that's what I see a lot of guys, you know, shoving an ozone machine in there and telling everybody they're safe, spraying some alcohol on your arm and saying, I'm clean. Well, that alcohol on your arm, I don't know how many times you put alcohol on your arm and let it rest for five minutes. I haven't. And we talked about the Clorox disinfecting wipes. Uh, it's on this EPA list, and I think the dwell time's three minutes. I mean, I've used them at my home all the time, and I've never seen them stay. You could wipe over. (laughs) 
that ain't sitting there for three minutes. It's evaporated in about 45 seconds to right. a minute and a half right. max. And, and, and again, they are still effective to clean the surface. Let's make that clear. When Marty's home or Nick's home is just going for routine cleaning, it's fine to use them and it's fine to think you're doing something effective because you are. Keeping surfaces clean is important. It's just fighting an infection like this is a different ball game. And I think what we need to stop as a community here is making all of these claims or all these posts. Hey, man, if you're cleaning the surface and you're selling it as I'm cleaning the surface, great. Two thumbs up. Move on. If the person buys that, great. But don't sell it like you're breaking down everything that goes along with this virus. I think that's a little bit harder than what people thought it, you know, think it is. And us providing a you know, huge chemical company with a mixture that we've all lived by for decades and seeing the dwell time of five minutes pretty much puts it to rest. You know, maybe we just don't know as much as we think we know, which is perfectly okay in normal times. It really is. Like, you know, cleaning a car in normal times is just different than what we're dealing with now. So this is the this is the balance, right? As being a business owner, you want to make money but you also really got to take some responsibility seriously here because somebody may put their family in that car thinking you provided a service that you were incapable of providing. That that's a real that's a real thing that people need to wrap their head around. Well, <laughs> uh, so what do they do? Just close? No, I, I think it's you know again we said it yesterday. The amount of homework that I've done just to talk to you here is a lot more than what people are willing to do. The amount of homework we've done in 10 years allows us confidence of talking to our clients properly, right? The problem is if you're not ready to take this step, then don't sell it. Just sell cleaning the surface. That's it. It's okay. You are helping in a small way. Don't go down the road. I see a lot of guys going down now where you're promising things that you can't deliver on. That's all, okay? It'd just be like paint correction. If you can't do show car correction and somebody's going to go to Pebble Beach or Amelia Island for a show and they want to win a ribbon and they show up and they got defects everywhere, you're like, oh, I would never do that, right? This is the same thing. Don't do something you can't provide. And maybe you're confused because you've listened to somebody that thinks you, you think is reputable. It's perfectly understandable. We've all made that mistake. But sterilization and disinfecting is very, very, very scientific work that government agencies are involved in, that huge chemical companies are involved in for hospitals and labs and all these different places. And so the resources are there. They have the information. This is what they do every day. They fight disease every day. We really don't, right? They do. And so they already know what works, what doesn't work, what what kind of definitions that they need to understand. And now we're entering into a world where we need to understand these definitions and we don't have the capacity on some on some levels, you know, detailers. They just don't have the information. And so we're sharing it. There's really going to be no reason for people to say they don't have the access to the information. Now we just shared a very simple, you know, understanding of these terms and things like that. But you can still help by cleaning a surface. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just see people going down a road that, you know, to me, it isn't real healthy and isn't 
you know, uh, isn't correct, I guess, would be the term. Well, part of that's because our industry wasn't prepared for something like this. And you and I talked off the air. I mean, this has been my big argument. Look, a lot of chemical companies have talked to me over the years. This is the problem with the follow the leader, Marty, right? You know, this guy's doing this, so I got to copy them. You know, this guy had this coding, I got to develop my coding. Hey, that's great. But if people were working on things like this and we had true innovation like this, where would we be? We'd be in a pretty good spot. And I know a guy like you heard some things yesterday, and what's the first thing you started doing? Making phone calls. Hey, I messed up. I missed out. Hey, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Um, we all make mistakes, but we have gigantic chemical companies in this industry that are so worried about what the other guy's doing instead of innovating, and it's really trapped us in this loop as an industry that hopefully this this helps get us out of. You know, it's okay to go out on a limb and build some products and and, and, and do things that the other guy's not doing. Uh, and we just have gotten into a vicious cycle in this industry. I know you know better than anybody. We don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. We don't need to go like there. Said, that's for a different and episode. Why, and that's why I look, you know, so people know. I mean, Marty and I have spent a lot of time over the last few days trying to figure out what we need to share. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, looking at what people are putting out, people that are so-called reputable. You know, look, man, a lot of guys and gals haven't done this work. It's okay. It's okay to say you haven't. It's not okay to fake it as you have. And um, this is a different type of thing than cleaning a car. Let's make sure we understand that. We're going to share some things over the next few days as we come across more things being put out there. We'll do our best to combat them, tell you if they're correct or incorrect, uh, those types of things. Folks, we don't have every answer for your business. We're just sharing information. We, we really want people to share it as well. Um, if you have information, share it with us. DM us. Email us. Hell, our phone numbers are on our page. Call us. Um, you know, we want to get better just like everyone else. Yeah. So where is it that people find you then? Uh, Nick at VegasRides.com. That's my email. Feel free to send one. We're getting a ton of feedback. Uh, DM Vegas.Rides. Uh, we put out a little snippet from yesterday. You put out sort of the beginning part. Uh, I put out on my page the, the end part where we started talking chemicals and disinfecting and whatever. So we're just trying to, guys, it's not going to be as pretty as normal. We're just trying to get information out uh, and do our best to get it out in a timely manner because we don't know how long this is going to last. Uh, so we want to get it out there. We want to spit it out there. It's not going to be as buttoned up as, 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 as we'd like it to be. It's just a sharing of information and moving on. Yeah, I mean, states are closing now. Uh Multiple states closed yesterday. We just got infirm, confirmed that uh, Oklahoma is shutting down. And, um, you know, we now as detailers, we go into another phase, right? Yep. Many, you know, DJs out there with his team, they've got to make decisions. Uh, Detailers are having to make hard decisions, and if you're in a place that you can stay open, or there's a lot of us that are trying to just not get caught, um, you know, whatever you got to do, the decision you got to make, we just want you to have as most, I, I as a business owner thrive off of learning information and then making a decision. That does not mean being a sheep 
and listening to what one or two companies or reps from a company or a rep that reps a bunch of different companies, listen to a bunch of people, get into the community group, get in with different people and learn. Take this time, like Nick said, is to learn. When you learn, you get weapons. When you got weapons, you can go fight. We yeah. need fighters. So Yeah, and, and that's the best way to say it is, you know, look, if you're going to be down during this time, take this time to develop skills like this, right? Learn about sanitizing. Learn about things that you can go out and sell, right? When, when the economy comes back, I can promise you one thing that's going to sell. We're going to come sanitize your home. We're going to come sanitize your car. We're going to come sanitize your office. Those, that's what's going to sell, folks. I mean, it's not rocket science. Uh, you know people are going to be fearful. And if you can provide a real high-quality service, sky's the limit. So, mm-hmm. look, if you're going to be down, don't go try to refine the things you're already good at or you've been refining for the last couple of years. Go out and do something new. This is probably going to be new for a lot of people, and that's perfectly okay. Uh, everybody needs to stay safe. Like you said, we're just providing information. Make the decision that's right for your business and you and your family. Nobody's telling you what to do on this podcast for sure. What we are definitely telling you is we're sharing information. If you have great information, please share it. If you have great articles, if you have scientific evidence about things, share it. DM us, email us, whatever. We'll read anything that we can to make uh, more educated decisions on our part. But, again, it's a sharing of information. Feel free to do it the other way as well. We're always open-minded about it. So, Marty, we'll, we'll hop back on here tomorrow, right? Yep. Uh, and we'll have, we'll, we'll, we're going to dive into the ozone conversation tomorrow. Um, you know, we'll gather some things. Uh, we already have it pretty much done. We don't want to keep overloading. And uh, so we'll see you guys tomorrow. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time. Uh, right, I might not be here tomorrow. <laughs> I, we'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, might, we'll be, might be from my house. <laughs> That's where I'm at. All right, man. We'll make it work. Have a good day.